Hey guys, welcome to Two Bookworms. One podcast. The book club podcast where two best friends talk about books. I'm Cameron. And I'm Lacey. And welcome. Welcome back. To another... Oh God, I'm trying to like slowly sink onto the <laughs> so they don't hear me. Welcome. I also don't want to touch my microphone. I know, because it's really loud. We just had to fight with them for like 10 freaking minutes. Mm-hmm. Lacey got heated. <laughs> it was pretty bad. I was about to start boxing. <laughs> I mean, okay, it's not the mic, it's the stand. Yeah, it's part of the stand. It's just like, and I really want to pull this up, but... I don't want to touch it. I know. It's I like, don't want to touch it. Okay, maybe <laughs> that will be better. Okay. Anyways, welcome to our talkie-sode. Yes. It's summer. We're live in person. Yay! We haven't seen each other in like... It's been like a month again. It's been like a month, yeah. Well, it's been like three weeks because we went to the casino, but... Oh, yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. We just didn't record that week. Mm-mm. Okay. We didn't record that. Yeah. Oh, sugar. Pause. <laughs> Hold on. Let me hit it. Okay. And we're back. Um, Lacey's dog started chewing on her bone. And when we tested our mics earlier, it was um, louder than everything. <laughs> so Lacey had to tuck and roll to get off of her couch so she wouldn't mess up the microphone that we just spent 10 minutes trying to get to stand still. That was hilarious. I'm trying to make sure your mic is still blue in the front. I think it is. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. Anyway, sorry about all the (laughs) technical issues, but we're here. We're back. Yes. We're in person. It's actually a pretty nice day. It's only like, let me see, it's like 88 degrees. It's a crisp 88 degrees. It was really breezy yesterday because I grilled. Oh, you did? What did mm-hmm. you grill? Chicken, of course. Mm, yeah. It was windy AF because I stopped at the gas station on the way over here. And it was like, you know how like when you just put on lip gloss and you're trying not to let your hair blow in mm-hmm. it? But it was so freaking windy. It was just like, and I was like, well, my hair's going to have a bunch of lip gloss in it. Oh, it'll be shiny. It'll be <laughs> shiny. That's true. So before we get into it, um, let's do our second sweep for the week. What is your suck for the week? So, I'm just really tired. Like, it's always the mm. week before and the week after you take vacation that you get really busy at work. Oh, you're going on vacation reason. next week? I was last week because uh. we had to clean the house and prepare for the 4th of July and everything else. So, this week it's just been extremely busy. Yeah, it's like you have to pay for it in a way. Right. It always feels like that. I And, like, I didn't even go to bed late and I slept in and I'm still just like... Can I take a nap? And I don't even like yeah. naps. Oh my god, I love naps. So I think after I leave, you should take a nap. I always wake up feeling like really bad. Really? Yeah, like indigestion, like really sweaty. Oh, and yeah. I'm one of those. I can't nap. I can either sleep in or yeah. I can go to bed early, but I can't nap. Oh, that sucks. I yeah. love naps. But you're right. Like, you always feel bad after you take it because you wake up and you're just like useless the rest of the day, yeah. I feel like. Yeah, that's me. <sighs> well, I'll be feeling... So, um, next week I'm going to be on vacation. So this week it's like, you know, I got to get through a full week of work right. and I know it's going to be freaking insane. And it drags. So, drags. Well, my suck for the week is some bull. What happened? Okay. So we, God, my second suite kind of go together again. That's okay. Okay. So my suite is that, um, Thursday the 8th was the, like, it had been five years since the day Steve and I met. Aww. Yeah, I can't believe it's been five years. It feels Sometimes it feels like like nothing. a day, and then sometimes yeah. it feels like 75 years. 
So last night we went out to like celebrate. We went out to mm-hmm. a nice dinner, and then of course we went to see Black Widow because it just came out, and we wanted to see it. So we went to dinner, had a great time, went to the movie. They didn't have any freaking pickles. What? Like, like they don't they sell them. They don't period? sell them. Period. What? At AMC. And I already tweeted y'all. AMC. Excuse what the me. f? When did this change? When did this change? Exactly. Like, okay. So when I lived in Colorado, I was shocked the first time I went to the movies and they didn't have pickles. But we were like, okay, it's a southern thing, maybe whatever, because they still had them here. But then like. Well, last night was the first night I really wanted one because I had been to the movies when I saw The Conjuring and I didn't even like go. We didn't go to the concession stand or anything. But last night we did and they didn't have any freaking pickles. I want to know when it changed it. Like. And is it like just an AMC thing? Okay. Because I bet you can still get them in at the drive-in. That's what I'm wondering too. Is it just an AMC thing? And honestly, like, I don't really like AMC. I usually go to Alamo Draft House anyways, but they're not reopened yet. And they yeah. have fried pickles. And they're not like Ooh. the chips. They're the whole spear. Ooh. Lacy. They will ruin those are good. fried pickles for you because they are the yeah, best I fried pickles. Yeah, I love those. Thun- I love those chunky uh, fried pickles. Yes. Mm. So they open at the end of the month. And I told Steve, I was like, it's fine because this is the last movie we're seeing at AMC. Y'all done. Mm-mm. Nope. Done. How are you not going to have a pickle? So I don't see it listed on... There. The drive-ins menu either, but there's still a very limited selection. Is there some kind of pickle shortage we don't know about? Or it could be something with like, um, you know, like health reasons. Like I thought about that too, but I also got one at a theater, <laughs> a theater that did have them in Colorado, and they were tongs. the individually wrapped. Ones, oh, okay, yeah. Which honestly, I was so grossed, grossed out by that I couldn't. Eat I don't it. like those. Like I like the one. I need you to use them tongs and get it yeah. out that big jar. Yeah. And one of my friends said that she bought a jar from Sam's. She's like, and I just put it in a baggie and take my own. I was like, that's a good idea. Genius. That's a good idea. That's a genius idea. So forget y'all AMC. I'm not coming back. Or I wasn't we'll coming. Our own. Yeah, I wasn't coming back anyways. But now I'm really not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer the drive-in we go to anyhow. Yeah, so it's just a car up, right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and are the only, they doing double features? No. Yeah. They're still that. not doing it. Right. So the bathroom's still closed, and I gotta pee by the time we get there. Well, so. it's an hour to drive out there, yeah. and then an hour back, mm-hmm. and then you want me to sit through a two-hour movie and not pee? Right. right. Yeah, that's not gonna work. I'm just I'm ready for it to reopen so we can go to the drive-in too. Steve was just saying last night. He's like, when it cools off, we gotta go to the drive-in yes. place. And I was like, yes. And horror season's coming up. So, yes. yes. There's some. It looks like there's gonna be some good movies. There's gonna be a lot of good movies that are gonna come, like scary movies. Yeah, that'll be fun. There's gonna be a lot of good scary games too. Oh really? Yes. That's a thing. Yes, it's a thing. So you like play a game and then you're like, oh shit. Yes. <laughs> yes. And there's also like a new zombie co-op coming out and I've talked to one of my one of my guy friends and them playing it with me when it comes out so what's your sweet for the week my sweet is it's little it's little but it's something it's little things right it's the sweetest little thing my bamboo palm I thought he wasn't doing well but he's got like so many new sprouts and like the bottom of him is getting like so big and lush I'm like well shit I must be doing something right is that the one we bought that day yeah Okay. But I already have to repot, like, I need to repot him because he's already getting so big. Are the roots coming out? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. I thought the same thing about our figs and then some new leaves came up and I was like, oh, well, I guess they are thriving. Because yeah. yeah. they have some burnt spots. Yeah. I cut them off. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't cut the leaf off. I cut around 
the brown spot. That's what Google told me to do. Yeah, I always do that with mine too. I always prune it. Okay. Like all of them I prune. Because that's that's why I was like, well, maybe he's not going to make it. But I read about like where to snip on him. So mm-hmm. I was just kind of trimming him up. And all of a sudden he's got new Bam. leaves shooting up and everything. I was like, well, How okay. often do you water it? Once a week. Okay. Yeah, I do him like everybody else. But I put him outside and I drench him. Okay. So maybe. Tight. Well, my suite was going out. Um, it was fun. We went to this fancy restaurant and Ooh, Steve nice. got to have a velvet hammer, which he hadn't had in a really, it's, a, it's our, it's our favorite beer. It's, um, so it's like a local brewery. So if you're not in North Texas, you're not going to be able to find it anywhere. It's by Pedicolis. Mm-hmm. So Pedicolis is, a, is our favorite brewery and then Velvet Hammer is our favorite beer. It's like 9% alcohol. Whoa. It's a, he- it's a heavy one. It's Ooh. very hoppy. Mm-hmm. If you're into craft beers, you'll. Love it. We'll have to we'll have to get one with you sometime. You know, there was a local brewery, and this was like right before COVID, that was supposed to release like a Dunkaroo type craft I beer. I think Steve was just talking I about that. I wanted to try it so bad, and I forgot to check back in when it's closer. And now I don't know if you can even find it anywhere. Go- just so Google long. Dunkaroo beer. Yeah, but it was a local because you, you like you couldn't order it online or anything. Yeah. I was gonna have to go to Dallas and get it. I love going to breweries. There's this one I went to for this painting class and they had a cotton candy shandy. Oh that shit was so and I have not seen it since. And they um so like like Trader Joe's and Whole Foods they'll have some of the local breweries mm-hmm. like cans. I've never been able to find it in any of the stores. I'm like damn dude. Yeah um I love craft beer so much um also this is a really funny story so i ordered an akatar sticker on etsy Mm -hmm. and i also ordered that book stamp that i got and i ordered those on the same day but they're from two different shops yeah so i got the stamp no problem but the sticker you know they usually send those like first class mail like with no tracking because they're like a sticker you can put like a 50 cent stamp Mm -hmm. on there and you're good so it said delivered and, I mean, this was, like, three weeks ago, and I never got it. And, like, I don't normally not get things. Yeah. Like, you can mail me stuff, no problem. So, I, messaged, I, I like, messaged the shop, and I was like, hey, I never got this. And she goes, oh, well, according to the tracking number, it's delivered. And I was like, there's a tracking number on, like, a little envelope? And she was like, yeah, here's the tracking number. Well, when you put the tracking number in USPS, it says, like, it's not a tracking number. Like, right. it's invalid. And so I said, is this the tracking number? She's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that says invalid. She's like, oh, no, because I bought it from this other company, the stamp. I'm like, no, if it's a USPS tracking number, you can pull it up on USPS and track it. She's like, well, the best I can do is offer you a coupon for a new one. Once it's at... Once it's in USPS, it's out of my hands. I was like, I get that, but you're not even giving me a real tracking number. And that's shady. Right. So I like opened a case with Etsy and it immediately closed because she changed the status to delivered. Right. So then I like chatted with them. I was like, no, this is not right. Because I used to have an Etsy store and like, I know that you have to provide a valid tracking number. And so I told the rep, I was like, Hey, this is the situation. I understand it probably got lost. It was $4. Like it's not a big deal. But the, the, the thing that bothers me is she's giving me a tracking number. That's not a real tracking number. And that's shady. Right. So the rep like pulled it up and she was like, yeah, you're right. That's not a real tracking number. She's like, well, I'll go ahead and refund you. And she's like, by the way, I really like Akatar too. <laughs> and I was like, are you serious? And she it's was like, yes. oh my God. Yeah. She was like, that sucks. Cause this is a really cool looking sticker. She's like, but use this refund to buy you one from another shop. Right. 
I was like, that is so awesome. Go to, instead of like, well, I mean, you can shop on Etsy too, but Redbubble. Redbubble. Red has, it has a lot of stickers and prints and everything. Oh, really? Yeah, they're from like different artists and sellers and everything, but. Oh, that's cool. They're probably cheaper. Oh, okay. <laughs> and they usually give like specials for like multiple orders. Yeah. yeah. Like I've ordered patches and stickers from like the UK and France. Yeah. No problem. And they get here. Yeah. No problem. So you're not going to tell me you sent some shit from Tennessee. It's all shady. It is shady. I want my $4 back. Right. God. I want my Akatar sticker. But yeah, I really wanted to keep talking to the rep about Akatar. Like, which one's your favorite right. book? Who's your Who do you love? Couple? Yes. That's <laughs> what I wanted to ask and I had to stop myself. <laughs> Okay, so for our talkie set this week, um, we are talking about A Court of Frost and Starlight mm-hmm. because we're obsessed with Akatar, and that's literally all we want to talk about. And, and we don't want to stop reading it. And we don't want to stop reading it. Um, we're also, gosh, my stomach just growled. Lacey ordered us lunch, and we're waiting on it. Okay, so A Court of Frost and Starlight. It's basically a novella. Mm-hmm. It's like 220 pages. Somewhere right in there, yeah. And this one's unique because it comes from the perspective of, like, each chapter is a different person. Yeah, all of them. Except for Amarin. Yes. We never get one from Amarin or Nesta. Right. But that's probably in this book. Yeah. Because they have some weird connection. So this is after the war, Mm -hmm. and they're kind of, like Lacey said last time, they're kind of rebuilding uh, Valaris. Mm Mm-hmm. Trying to, and this is not like um. So it takes place on winter solstice, and apparently it's basically a Christmas book. Right. They're basically right. celebrating Christmas. Right. They're buying gifts to give. They're gonna have like a big feast. Um. So they when I read the synopsis, lights. I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be a cute little Christmas book." Um. No. Never. There is darkness in it, and all of these characters are dealing with P- basically PTSD yeah. and the aftermath mm-hmm. of this war and choices that they've had that they yeah. had to make. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a fun, cute, no, not really little no. book. Um, I just had to take my bracelet off because it was clinging. I mean, there's there's cutesy moments, but yeah, there's cutesy moments. So I guess we'll just start at the beginning. I mean, it just starts out with kind of like checking in where everyone is. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all buying gifts and stuff. Them, like what else? I mean, that's the whole book. <laughs> As they're all shopping for gifts for each other. <clears throat> and you just get little snippets of mm-hmm. who's dealing with what. Mm-hmm. And, like, Nesta's still a bitch. <sighs> Dude. Sometimes a bigger bitch, but... I don't know how they just throw her in the river. And like, her, I like... feel for her because it, at one point... No, you do get one of her sides. I, I forgot. You do get Nesta's side. I don't think you get Omrits, but you get one chapter from Nesta. Oh, you do? Towards the very end, after she's leaving the solstice event, um, remember Cassian? It goes from Cassian's so point of view to Nesta's I want to be like view. you and be like, yeah, she's been through a lot, but no, she was a bitch right. when she was a human exactly. too. Exactly, she's just a nasty like, bitch. It was a little lapse for me. I was like, oh, because you know, she her father's neck snapped in front of her, and right. you know, she mentions that the fire reminds her of bones cracking, and, and I yes. was like, oh, okay, well. You know, that's really sad. And then, like, but you think about how much her sisters had to try and drag her to this one mm-hmm. event, and then you're like, she's still a fucking bitch. Her, <laughs> so, Feyre and Reese are basically paying her bills. Mm-hmm. She lives in this still. shitty apartment. Like, apparently, Valaris is a really nice city, and they don't really have, like, slummy places, but she's living in this, like, really old building. 
She refuses to light a fire because mm-hmm. she says the fire, like the snapping makes her think of her dad's neck being cracked in front of her. Like, okay, yes, I get that. I, I get that too, with you. but still. She goes out and gets like skunk drunk every like, night. gambles everywhere. Gambles. Like, pours herself out. Brings a different dude home every night, mm-hmm. which that's fine. Like, if that's what you want to do. But you got but Cassian like, over here. But she like even, it even said that she, I think it was like her maiden. Oh yeah, she like gave said, her virginity she, to some right, rando. some rando. She's just like, and it's like I know she's. I get she's trying to chase feeling something because it mentions that she doesn't feel anything, but yeah. that is not the way. And That's the you're way living to get on your in. sister's dime, who right. you don't even want to be associated. Like this right. whole book, Feyre and Elaine are like, wow, I really hope she comes. Like she don't want it. I would not pay that bitch's bills. Hell no. You don't want to come have anything to do with me. You can pay your own bills. Right. You can work. Why? Find a purpose. Ugh. Yeah. Like, I think that's part of her problem. She has no purpose because she's just done nothing. Yeah. Honestly, she's probably, like, the most loathsome character in this book. Right. Completely. Ugh. Like, I don't even dislike Tamlin as much as I dislike exactly. Nesta. <laughs> I have sympathy for Tamlin. Yes. I have zero for Nesta. Yeah. And Ugh. I don't know. Um, we also, apparently, fey periods are painful AF. Like, I don't yeah, know why we needed a, a whole paragraph about this Sarah J. Moss. Right. Well, <laughs> I guess, you know, people were questioning about the reproductive cycle. I guess. And why so. it's so hard to have children and I all get, that. Yes, yeah. that makes sense. Because, like Lacey said, you only get them twice a year. But the pain is, like, tenfold. And it also talks about removing her bloody undergarments. Like, do they not have fairy tampons? WTF, Sarah. Right. Why did well, you not you include know they tamps? Might not. Why not? Because back in the day, they didn't. You're going to tell me they got all these other technologies and they can't figure out how to use a tamp? But they don't have, like, electronic technologies and stuff like that. A tamp is cotton, baby. I know, but still. (laughs) But back in the day, you know, they had all those layers underneath. That's fair, but, like, they don't have something they can take to, like, lessen their period. I know, right? With all these magics, yeah. (laughs) I guess that's why they did include it, because... You know, in the last book, she told Reese she wanted to, like, just be married for a while before they thought about having a kid. Mm-hmm. And because, like you said, it's, like, super hard for them to reproduce. Um, but as she's, like, seeing the aftermath of, like, her people and her court and there was, like, the weaver who she brought this tapestry from who whose husband died in the war mm-hmm. and... She was like, we were together like 300 years, but, you know, she's like, we never got around to having kids, and I kind of wish we would have. I wanted to wait. So Feyre's like, uh-oh, maybe we shouldn't wait. So that's what she gives Reese for Solstice, right? She, yeah. like, wants to start trying. Right. Also, I think it's amazing, because it says Reese, so the night they go to the cabin, Reese doesn't take his contraceptive tonic. Like, finally. It's finally on the shoulders yeah. of the man to worry about. About time. Yeah. I wish dudes took birth control. My God. I thought that was interesting. It'd be nice, wouldn't it? It would be nice. Um, So, yeah, the book follows, like, I don't know, the week before solstice, and they're all getting ready, mm-hmm. and then for solstice night, I think Reese and Feyre go to the cabin on the mountain just to have some alone time, because they're really yeah. busy. He's got a bunch of meetings with different people and different uh, other high lords and she's doing stuff. She's helping a bunch of charities. She's right. doing she's helping correspondence. Re- she's helping rebuild. Reese is helping in the peace treaty. Well, mm-hmm. quote unquote, the peace treaty. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, and she's trying to get back into painting. Yes. I think that was a big thing about this book is that she finally starts painting again. Mm-hmm. And she meets that art. I can't remember her name, but she meets the artist 
in the city who was like, hey, you should come. Like, we just have an open paint night. You should come paint. And then they wind up buying that other artist gallery that had died. And they attack. And they start mm-hmm. doing free classes for kids. Yeah. Just, like, as a form of therapy to kind of talk right. about things they've witnessed and... What they've lost yeah. and all of that, yeah. And then she, like, tries to buy the studio from her the, the lady who owned it who died. She died in the Highburn attack. And she tries to go to her family to buy it, and they won't take her money. They're like, here, here's the key. Like, she would want you to have it. But her sister said that if you want to give any money, then donate it to yes. this. I can't remember the name of it. It, was like, it does something with people that don't have. It's It provides aid for families and artists that can't work and create at the yes. same time or something yes. like that. That they need stuff. They can't create when they need stuff. Yes. So they provide money for all of that. And she was like, okay, awesome. Done. Yeah. And then that's when, I guess that's when the idea clicked into her head mm-hmm. about the studio. And she's like, oh, yes. <laughs> Reese goes to see Tamlin. Um, because. I think that they're going to end up being good friends despite. After he killed his mother and sister? Maybe yeah. not good friends, but like. Not want to kill each other. Right. So, someone tells him, I can't remember who tells him, someone tells Reese, and the reason he goes to Tamlin, it's because the wall's down, and he needs people to guard the border, and Tamlin's people are still like, don't want anything to do with him, because Feyre really messed up their, I think Lucian tells him that, or Lucian tells Feyre, and Feyre tells Reese. Something. Hey, stuff is still really bad there. So he yeah. goes to see Tamlin, and Tamlin is just like, "There's nobody in the broken. house. Broken. There's no servants. There's yeah. like a dead elk on the table that he killed that he's about to eat for dinner. Like they have like to he can't even bring food. himself to skin it to eat it because yeah. nobody's there to cook for him or anything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's bad. Lucian had come by at some point, and Tamlin had sent all of Lucian's stuff yes. to where he was staying and just left it on the doorstep. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he is. He's pretty bad. He's worse for wear right now. He did it to himself, He did. He did. He had several moments that he could have been like, oh my god, what am I doing? But he he did. He saved her on that cliff in the last book. And then, like, when it counted, he was on their side. He brought Reese back to life. He did all that. He did. He did. But that was, like, way past the turning point, you know? That's true. Like, before then, he could have realized and been like, oh, shit. But at the same time, it's hard to see... The shitty people when you're in a shitty situation sometimes. So maybe he was just blinded. I don't know. I still want to have sympathy for him because. I know. You do, but you don't. But then I think about like. When he he, locked her up. When he locked her up or how he killed Reese's mom and sister. And then like. You could have told your dad, yo, this dad, this is fucked up. We should not be doing this. Yeah. Or, you know, making Feyre beg just to be out of the house. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's. I don't know. We'll see if if it talks about him in this next book and it's see better. like where he goes. We gotta know. Um, I'm kind of bored with the whole Lucian Elaine thing. Elaine is still wants nothing to do with Lucian. <sighs> he know, brings her a solstice <clears throat> gift, which is a very thoughtful gift. It it's was like very thoughtful. Gardening gloves that like yeah. never get dirty or they wear never out. tear and they never make your hands and sweaty. She or loves anything. gardening. Yeah. Like I thought, like if someone got me something like that, that's very it's sweet a and perfect thoughtful. Gift. Yeah. But she, like, won't get... She, she won't has, even talk to she him. She won't even talk to him because she's all stuck up on this human. And I'm like... But, you know, it also makes me wonder... Because she's a seer. So it also makes me wonder if... She sees something. If she saw something when he realized that she was his mate when she came out of the cauldron, you know? Yeah. And she's scared by it or whatever. I don't know. 
It's like, you would or, think if they're mates, does she not feel anything on her end for him? But remember, Reese said before that they can reject the mating bond. So maybe this is going to be the situation where she rejects Lucy but and, you and goes with Az. But you would think she feels, yeah, her and Azrael. They've got something. They've got, they've got something. It even says that Feyre and Azrael brought Elaine back. And remember, she was a little loony right. there for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, they got something going on, though. And he yeah. bought her a gift. Yes. I don't remember what it was. Or no, she bought him a gift. It was yeah. for his headache. She's like, because you're always, what it was. she's like, you're always rubbing your temples, and everyone like bust out <laughs> laughing because they're always annoying the shit out of him. Did he get her again? I don't. Remember. I don't remember. I think if he did, it was like a cloak or something. No, that maybe that was it. no. Somebody did get her Elena cloak, but I don't remember what it was. I don't remember either. Um. Yeah. I don't dislike Azrael and Elaine, but I'd rather be with Lucia. Lucia, Lucia, he somebody. exactly. He deserves. Someone that loves yeah. him. He has been through so much. He has moved to the freaking night court for this chick. And, like, she's just being, like, a bitch. But, you know, what if, like, Elaine's supposed to reject the bond and go with Az and Lucian's supposed to go off with, with Vasa? Because she's a He has bird. been staying with him, them, right? Right, He's been and staying. she's a firebird. Jurian and Vasa have been kind of like overseeing the human lands. And so he's kind of like, he doesn't like Tamlin kicked him out the spring court and he never really felt at home in the night court. So he does stay with Jurian and Vasa a lot. So yeah, maybe you're right. And they call themselves like what the band of exiles or something. Yeah. Something like that. Pause. Grab our food. Okay, Lacey had to go get our food. It came like, it said it was going to take like an hour, right? I know. It came in like 20 minutes. Oh, something like that. Crazy. Okay, I don't even remember what we were talking about, but. We were talking about Lucian and Vasa. Yes. And Elaine okay. and Az. Yes, Lucian deserves, or Lucian, I forget how to say his name. Lucian. He deserves someone yeah. and a good life because. Because yeah. I mean, he had it, he had his moment, but he figured it out pretty fast. Yes. He's like, oh, shit. And he got kicked out of his own court because his brothers and his dad suck. Oh, and come to know. find out, he's, he's, the, not other, even he's the other dude's kid. He's not even Eris' kid. He's... When is Feyre going to tell him? I don't know. Like, I thought she was going to tell him once. So she was being such a bitch. She was being a bitch to him. And he was clearly, like, I hope she felt like shit when he left. And he was like, oh, the big gift's for you and the little one's for Elaine. Like, fuck off. Yeah, I hope she, she felt was like so shit. rude to him just because he didn't want to stay there because he didn't feel like he belonged. She's like, but you're my family. Right, but the whole freaking okay. book, they're talking about how tiny and cramped their house is. Yeah. Like, yeah, he don't want to stay there. And you may be his friend, but everybody else really isn't. Right. No one, yeah, no one else is really nice to him or talks no. to him. And yeah, I don't Like, Reese him. just tolerates him. Reese just tolerates him. He needs to, <laughs> Reese, you need to be better about that. Um,. So, Amran is also now living a new life as mm-hmm. a fae. Mm-hmm. She's not the creature stuck in a body anymore. Nope. Her and that prince of the summer court are like... Yeah. Hot and heavy. They are. They um, are loving each other. Yeah, they're loving each other. She is really into puzzles. Because yeah. Feyre goes to visit her. And apparently... Amran and Nesta have developed a friendship, and Nesta, Amran is the only one Nesta goes to see and talk to. So Feyre's like, well, what do y'all talk about? And Amran's like, I really can't betray her confidence like that. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to know what the hell they're talking about. I know, it's like it's her sister. I mean, yeah. she kind of, at least tell her she's okay, you know? Right. Because she's clearly not. Yeah. And um, that's another thing, like, I get Nesta, like, 
you know, feel some way about the war and about having to, you know, finish off Highburn and seeing her dad killed in front of her and, you know, trying to save Cassian when she thought he was going to die, blah, blah, blah. But, like, you know your sister has gone through worse shit. So how can you not talk to her? Not to mention when y'all were humans, you, like, let this little 14-year-old girl go out in the woods and kill for you. Yeah. Like, you didn't try to do anything yourself. Yeah, and you know what happened? And you're the oldest. Right. And you know what happened with Tamlin? And you know what happened, like, mm-hmm. when she was under the mountain? Like, that's probably the best person you could talk to. Mm-hmm. Like, in, um, was it the first one where she goes to see her sister and Nesta kind of warms up a little bit? Yeah. When Tamlin sends her one? When Tamlin sends her home. For a oh, little bit. Oh, yes. Yep, 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 yep. And you're yep. like, wow, Nesta's actually coming around. Yeah, and then, nope. <laughs> that was bitch. just a rare moment. She's a bitch. <laughs> um, she's no. a mean one, Mr. Grinch. <laughs> she, she is. She's worse than the Grinch, to oh. be honest. I'd rather be friends with the Grinch. My God. Um, Like, this book is probably going to make me hate her more this next book. I'm really, honestly... I even wrote that down. Uh, like, I'm scared to try. Like, this may be too. the end of it for me because I don't, oh, I don't like when it switches point of views. Like, like going into it, it's probably the book that I've been the least excited for and I just really hate Nesta yeah. and I don't know what she could possibly do to redeem herself. Right. But I'm going to trust Sarah J. Moss and I'm going to go on this journey and I'm going to see yeah. why she did this to me. Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, there's still so many rules. Like, so many roads that can be gone down. Because, you know, even if Feyre and Reese have a child, like, that child's going to be in danger. Because you've got a made Fae. Yes. And the most powerful Fae procreating. Yes. And, like, <laughs> High Lords are kind of sought, like, hunted after right. anyway. And kids so. are hunted after anyway. Because Kid, it never yes. happened. Yeah. Yes. Um, I thought it was cool that Feyre's birthday is on the winter solstice. Yeah. Reese is said Reese the longest said, night of the year. Yes, he's like you were made for me before you even knew it because you were born on the longest night of the year. And it's I mean, her birthday cake. In reality, winter solstice is on a different day every year, usually. Like it's not the same date. No. Well, you it's know, like they sometimes may not, it's the twentieth. They may not do calendars the... in this world. Okay, maybe you're right. Yeah, the cake was really. Cool. Really cool. All of a sudden, Reese comes out of the you, kitchen with a cake, and Elaine made it. Go ahead and tell them what it. So it mimics their dresser from the house. The top mm-hmm. tier is flowers. The second tier is flames, and the third tier is in the night sky. And you know, I also like it. Kind of clicked that maybe this is foreshadowing because the night sky was meant for Feyre and Reese to be destined. The flames is Lucian and Elaine. No, Elaine's the flowers. But Lucian's fire. Well, so, so is Nesta. But, right, so it could go either so way. So you think Nesta and Lucian are going to? Or it could be Nest- Nesta and Tamlin. Oh. Or Elaine and Tamlin. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know, but... I mean, can you imagine getting with a dude that your sister bucked? Like, but it happens all the time. I don't... That's weird. That I, I weird. couldn't I couldn't date a dude that my sister... I don't think I could either. That had sex but with. still. But they're, they're fae, and they live like thousands of years. Right. So I guess there's like some overlappage. Right. <laughs> yeah, the cake was really cool, and Elaine made it, and I think the... The twins, the twins helped. The twins helped. The sir, I don't know what they're called. Syrian, Syrian. I don't remember their I names. I can't remember their. I always call them the twins. Um, Morgan, Morgan, Isaiah, more, more. She don't really know what she's doing. She's just like, she feels. 
I think she's ready to love someone, but she's like, she hasn't even told everybody that she's a lesbian. Yeah, she yet hasn't either, told everyone. So she's not ready, but she goes to this estate that she owns in the countryside mm-hmm. to like chill. Oh, her dad's coming to. That was part of the deal with her dad. He's coming to Valaris. He's coming to Valaris. So Reese is trying to like. He's like, I'm not trying to get you out of the city, but but I am. But I am. Because he wants to send her to the winter court and to some he other w- yeah, courts. Yeah, to everywhere. To he wants her to be some type of work on their alliances right. and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and she kind of wants to, but she wants to stay. Yeah. I I mean, she's going to go away. Obviously, she's going to pick to go away because everything's pointing for her, too. Yeah. And I think that when she does go away, she's going to find Meet her someone. love. Right. Um, because else? he was talking about what sending her across to where Highburn came from and somewhere else. Isn't there like one more Other continent? places on the continent. Yeah. 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 Um, what else? Who else is in this? Asriel's just kind of like doing ass stuff. He's just chilling. Cassian's still lusting over Nesta. There's something. And it's so. I can't... Is it a mating bond? What is it between those two? I... I hope this freaking next book explains it. Yeah, I hope so too. I mean, there might be a mating bond or it may be just that they love each other. Because, you know, sometimes it said that there's no mating bond, that they just yeah. love each other. But. Yeah. She's, I wouldn't love her. She said, like, at she's first they had, you know, bouncing off of each other, but. She, oh, and he got her a gift and yeah. she refused to take it and yeah. he threw it in the, he was trying to walk her home because basically Feyre said, if you don't come to Solstice, we're not paying your rent anymore. Mm-hmm. So, so she, she shows came. up. Oh, well, cause she tells her, she's like, by the way, I need you to pay my rent. And Feyre's like, well, I'll give you the money when you come to Solstice. And so she shows up and she's like a bitch the whole time. And then she leaves, and Cassian tries to, like, walk her home, and she's a bitch about it. And so he has a, he, like, tries to give her a gift, and she's like, I don't want anything from you. She's just a nasty person. She really is. Like, I get you're going through something dark, but you don't have to be nasty. Like, you right. don't want to be here. It was your sister that put you here, but you're here. Suck yes. it up. And he, like, throws that gift in the river. Yeah. Like, he doesn't deserve that. Like, he did nothing. He Yeah, he has done nothing but try to be nice to you and protect you. And like, all you. of these people have been done nothing but nice to her. <sighs> Reese straight up says he don't like her. He'll never Good. like her, but he's, he's trying to be nice one. to her. But he's, he's the like, smart one. I'll never forgive you for the things that this you did to Feyre growing This is why we love Reese. <laughs> she is. Ugh. Yeah, this next book's going to be interesting. Um, Anyone else in this book that we need to... Yeah, it just kind of gives an update on everyone. Mm-hmm. It kind of like, at the end, you know, Feyre just tells Reese that they're ready to start trying to have a baby. Um, he gets her, they're basically this property that had been destroyed mm-hmm. right on the river, so they're going to build like a new, a new house, palace. Yeah. Um, no, it's a house. Remember, they didn't like They didn't want to call it a manor. It is basically a mansion. Um, He told Feyre to build it to, however, like, the house of their dreams, everything they want in it. Um, I wouldn't know where to start if somebody told me that. I really wouldn't. I'd be like, uh, um, okay, first off, library, but I don't know from what, I don't know from there. I'd have to hire, I mean, I would have, yeah, I would have no clue. Um, I feel like because she's high lady, like, she should be going to these meetings, too. Yeah. With Reese, but she's kind of like doing doing stuff at home. I don't know. I don't know. I the feel like she should there. be too because like they were pushing for this war and everything for all these people to help them, so they should be pushing to have this treaty fixed yeah. in mind. But it's just kind of fading into the background yeah. as like Nesta's coming into the picture, and that's what I'm kind of worried about. Yeah, because I still want to keep up with that. Right. And, and there was still so much that they needed to do. They needed to come together and do, and I, I don't. I feel like it's gonna veer now. 
I really, Lucian needs to know his parentage. Like, yes, Helion, come on. And the king of Autumn Court needs to go. They need to kill him. I'm sick of him. Eris. No, Eris is the, that's the right. son that's, that's right. trying to kill his dad to take over. His mm-hmm. He's Baron. Yeah. E R O. Yeah, he needs to go. He's a dick. Um, oh, and then when they have to go to the. Court of Nightmares, Eris is there oh, yeah. with Moore's dad and they're they're, like, they're getting real cozy. Yeah, they're like, what the hell are they planning together? So we'll see. I guess we'll see. That's scary too. But yeah, that's pretty much the whole book. It's really mm-hmm. short. It gives it an is. update on everyone. It's a novella. Usually um, I don't like novellas, but this one was pretty decent. It was nice because like even though the Wings and Ruin ended like on a happy note, you don't know what happened. Like, right. Mm-hmm. And it's good to see all like the aftermath of all of this right. and everything. And I didn't mind the switching perspectives all the time. No, I didn't mind it either. It was good to see what everyone was up to. Um, Mist and Fury is still my favorite out of all of them. It's just so rare that the second book in a series like lives up to the first and exceeds like expectations. And it was it just definitely so good. Did. Yeah, it definitely did. I'm just kind of scared with what they're going to do with the show. Right. Like I kind of don't want to watch it. Right, because I feel like it's gonna ruin it, like Suki Stackhouse did. I don't want this ruined. This is so either. sacred to me. I don't either. But then it could also be like really good, and you know, well, the dude that made Outlanders doing it, and the author Sarah uh, J. Moss is working on it with. So him. it could be really good. So then. it could be really good. Yeah, it could be really good then. But I'm just scared. Like, no, me too. Because also, what if the actors aren't what we thought? If we get like, a Kristen oh Stewart, God. like, I'm going to be pissed. I'll be so mad. Because I hate the Twilight movie. She's horrible. <laughs> she is horrible. Have you seen the guy going around on the internet? Yes. <laughs> I, sent those, I think I sent him I, I to Steve all the time where he's like, he has really long red hair. Yeah, he the Brody. I think best. it's Brody yeah. Willmaker. It yeah. Is, yes. He is so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Where he just acts like Kristen Stewart, but in, like, real-life situations. We don't need that from this series. We don't need it, okay? We need actors that can act and that look the way they're supposed to look. Reese better be fine. And not, like, some little, like, preteen-looking things Yes. okay? I don't need to be lusting after some 17... This is not a young adult book. Exactly. I don't need to be lusting after some 17-year-old. No. Reese should be a grown man. He should at least be over the age of 30. Feyre, yes, she She's should be young. a young woman. We know, because we know our sisters and her are young. But Reese needs to be a grown man that weighs more than 185 look, look, pounds. Okay, so the cast of Game of Thrones was decent. Go that direction, okay? <laughs> and <laughs> make it decent. Ca- uh, Cassian and Asriel better be some grown men right. that weigh more than 185 pounds. I'm Although, not playing with the them. Game of Thrones cast compared to the books was not correct, but still, it was like a good cast for the also, show. Also, they better be taller than 5'7". Right. No, I'm not trying to knock on short dudes, no. but the dudes in the book are big, yes. warrior-looking dudes. Yes. They like, wouldn't even be able to carry their wings no. if they're 5'7". Right. I'm not trying to discriminate. No. I love short guys. Like, Tamlin just... needs to be bigger than them because he's supposed to be a, yeah, big, a beast. burly yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, beast. So we need, we need some stilts on these guys, yes. okay? <laughs> we need these dudes to work out several months before they start shooting. Please. <laughs> they should just put us in charge of casting. Okay. That's it. There's this really hot model that the fans have cast as Lucian. Yes. He's to die for. Yes, 100%. He looks great. I, he looks like a great Lucian. Um, we'll see. We'll see what they do. We'll see what they do. Um, so next week we're reading the first half of A Court of Silver Flames. We need mm-hmm. to decide. Let me pull out my book. 
we need to decide like where we want to stop. Um, Are there? Because you know, in the last parts. Right, because in the last one there were. Okay, so there are. Let me get a page total. Or we can just go to like the closest chapter to page four hundred or whatever. Yeah. Okay, these are acknowledgments. Okay, so there are seven hundred and fifty-one pages. So about three seventy-five, the closest to three seventy-five. So three. If we want to go below it or above it. Let's go. We'll just go above it. So we'll go to. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> okay, we'll go to page 394. Because okay. that takes you to chapter 38. Okay, page 394, chapter 38. And we'll You'll talk hear that, page 394, yeah. chapter 38. That's going to be our next episode. We're only doing half, so we'll, we'll do half the next. Yes, and then we'll do the rest the following talkie. So, well, I guess it'll just be one book club book into two. Yeah, I'm gonna have to take notes too. So this is Lacey's pick. Lacey picked mm-hmm. a court of silver flames. Yeah, so I was tired of stopping to read other things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll read that and we'll talk about it. Send us your thoughts, questions, reviews, comments, concerns. Two bookworms one podcast at gmail.com. Yes. Or Instagram at two bookworms one podcast. Um, I feel like our influence. So we've gotten um, Savannah at the Desperate Bookwise. To read, she started. She read the first one, and then she ordered all of them. And then she posted an unboxing video last night of her opening them. And I'm like, yes, we've converted another. And then we got Bailey. uh, (laughs) I think she's Bailey's book. Let me check. Let me see what her Instagram. Like, I really want to read. Like, I've never read any of Sarah J. Moss's books, but I really want to read the Throne of Glass series now. I bought the first one. Okay. During that Barnes and Noble. Yeah, because I because this really like she she can write. (laughs) <laughs> so I've heard okay Bailey that I was talking about is at Bailey's bookshelves we converted her to I've heard the Throne of Glass series I don't I think it's her first probably series. yeah and I've heard that you can tell from the writing that she was extremely young when she wrote it and like not as, se- as seasoned as she is now so I've heard some people say it was really hard to read but I've heard some people say no it was great it was entertaining so it's not going to be yeah, well, you know, it's not going to be polished. But I've heard but it's I good. think her story would still be good because her stories are great. And then she has that Crescent City book. I have it downloaded. I just haven't read it. I think it's going to be a series, but it, so far, just the first one's out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I do want to read more of her books. Um, I just got to get through this and then have like yeah. a little palate cleanser for mm-hmm. a while. Yeah, I've got a TBR. For yeah. When <laughs> I got some other books we got to read. But yeah, so this is Lacey's pick. We'll talk about it next week. That's all I got. Yep. Bye, Bye guys. guys. Little, say bye. Man.